You're listening to Homebound for Adventure, helping O&M students stay connected and engaged while quarantined. My name is Tracy, and I'm your host. Hey, 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 here we are again, back for round nine. Yes, this is episode nine of Homebound for Adventure, where in every episode we explore how to develop and maintain exciting O&M skills, even when you're stuck at home. And once again, let's start off by introducing you to our new listeners. Let's give a big hello to Nayari and Yosander and Austin from right here in Washington State. And we have another new listener, this one from Daytona Beach, Florida. Hello to Steve. It never ceases to amaze me that week after week, we continue to get new listeners. Welcome to the family, everyone. We are certainly thrilled to have you here. All right, let's be real for a minute. And maybe this isn't the most ideal time to bring this up, but I gotta bring it up at some point. So here it goes. Next week, for most of you, is the last week of school, which means Homebound for Adventure will also be coming to an end. Yes, episode 10, coming out next Wednesday, will be our 10th and final episode. It has been such an amazing time getting to hang out and getting to know all of you. But all good things have to come to an end at some point, right? Oh, but don't get too sad yet. We still have two full episodes to get through. So let's get to it. Hey, Tracy. This is your neighbor, Uber Troy, and my tend to tell is I'm happy that we moved into phase two and all the restaurants and uh, hair salons are opening again so we can all go out again. Stay safe. Hello, Miss Tracy. My time to tell is for students to tell us how many inches are in one yardstick and how does that compare to one meter? And this is Janice in Cleveland. Weren't those some great voicemails? I can never help but laugh and smile when hearing your voices on our Tend to Tell segments. Thank you for those who contributed this last week. Okay, time's a-wasting. Let's get on to today's topic. On today's show, we'll be talking about something that all of you are familiar with, but maybe haven't thought too much about. Mm. It's something you probably all have, And the one you have is the only one like it in the whole world. Huh? No, it's not your fingerprint or your DNA. And no, this is not a trick question or a mystery riddle either. Today, we will be talking about... Dun-da-da-da! Addresses! Yes, whether you live in a house or an apartment or in a condo or on a farm, you have an address. And not only your home but also your school and your neighborhood grocery store and your favorite ice cream shop and your neighborhood playground too. No matter what type of place it is, most places have some sort of address or address as some people say. So what is an address and why are addresses so important, especially for O&M students? An address is the exact location of a place written or said in a very organized way. 
An address is made up of numbers and words. Do you know what your home address is? Your home address is one of the most important pieces of information you should learn. Because, well, it's important to know where you live. You see, telling my friends that I live near a Dairy Queen might give them an idea of where I live, but telling my friends my actual address gives them the ability to know exactly where I live. Yes! And let's hope this never happens, but what if there was an emergency at your home and you had to call 911? What is your location? Don't you think it would be important for emergency personnel to know exactly where you live so they could find you and come help you? Now, even though it's important to know your home address, it's also important to only tell it to people that you trust. Never tell a stranger or someone you don't trust your home address. And since I don't know many of you, that is exactly why I am not going to tell you my address. But I will give you the address of my favorite pizza place in Vancouver. Ready? Here's the address of my favorite pizza place. 110 West 6th Street, Vancouver, Washington, 98660. That is a lot of mumbo jumbo if you ask me, but it's not as confusing as it seems. In fact, let's talk about it. Did you know that an address is made up of layers of information? For most of today's episode, we will be peeling back those layers of information one by one, uncovering all the fun things you can learn just by reading one address. Let's break it down a little, starting at the end. I'll read it again. 110 West 6th Street, Vancouver, Washington, 98660. That last part, 98660, is a zip code. Huh? ZIP stands for Zone Improvement Plan, but you don't have to remember that. Just know that that long number that always comes at the end is a zip code, which in this case tells you information about what part of the country the pizza place is in. Remember, we are talking about our country right now, and our country of the United States is pretty big. Remember what we learned a few weeks ago? The distance between Washington State and Florida is over 3,000 miles. That is how wide our country is. Washington is located on the west coast of our country, and Florida is all the way over on the east coast. Okay, so back to my point. The zip code of the pizza place is 98660. You'll notice that the nine is the first number in that sequence. Because the first number is nine, it means the pizza place is located somewhere in the west part of our country. And as you go east across the country towards Florida, that first number gets smaller and smaller. Some places have zip codes that start with the number eight. Some start with seven, or six, or five, all the way down to zero. So I would bet that our East Coast listeners have addresses with zip codes that start with numbers that are much closer to zero than they are to nine. Let's keep going. The address of the pizza place, again, is 110 
West, 6th Street, Vancouver, Washington, 98660. Just before we heard the zip code, we heard the word Washington. Okay, great. Now we've narrowed it down to the exact state. And, of course, you probably heard the word Vancouver as well. So, there we go. Even more specific. Because that's the city the pizza place is in. Inside the state of Washington, inside the country of the United States. Again, the address is 110 West 6th Street, Vancouver, Washington, 98660. Let's talk about what West 6th Street means next. Simply put, West 6th Street is the name of the street the pizza place is located on. All streets have names. Did you know this? Some street names are actual words, like Apple Street or Madison Street, while others, like 6th Street, are made up of numbers. Wouldn't it be funny if some people's names were numbers? Like how some street names are numbers? Hey there, how's it going? I'm Beverly. Oh, hey Beverly, my name is 84th. Oh, nice to meet you, 84th. Funny stuff right there. Now, I don't want to confuse you at all, but not all street names end in the word street. Huh? Some streets end in avenue or boulevard or drive or court. Now, even with all these different endings, at the end of the day, they are all still streets. So if you're thinking about your home address right now, what is the name of your street? Hmm. Is your street named after a person or a place or a thing? Or is it a number? And is the street you live on called a street? Or is it something different, like avenue or drive? Now, I bet that if your street name ends in either loop, lane, or court, chances are you probably live in a quiet residential area away from the big city. And if your street name ends in boulevard, I'd bet that you live on a bigger street that probably has more cars. Did you know that in most cities, streets that end in the word avenue never intersect with each other? It is very rare to find two avenues at one intersection. This is because in most cities, avenues are constructed in such a way to help you with your orientation. Knowing the patterns of street names in your city can help you out a lot with knowing which direction you're facing. For example, in Vancouver, where I live, avenues are constructed so that cars can only go north or south on them. So anytime I'm driving or walking along an avenue, I know for sure that I can only be going north or south and not east or west. Cool. Still tracking with me? Okay, great. Then let's look at the next part of the street name. Again, the name of the street is West 6th Street. Does your home address have a cardinal direction in it? If so, what is it? So why is there even a cardinal direction in the street name? Why can't the pizza place be located on 6th Street? Is it really that important to say West 6th Street? Well, actually, yes, it is. Having the word west in the address tells you what part of Vancouver the pizza place is located in. So by reading the address, I know that the pizza place is somewhere west of the center of downtown Vancouver. Does the city that you live in have a downtown? 
A downtown is usually the oldest part of a city where there might be things like stores, restaurants, transit centers, and visitor centers too. So what do we know so far? Well, we know that the pizza place is in the western part of the United States. We also know the pizza place is in the state of Washington. And another thing the address clearly tells us is what city the pizza place is located in, the city of Vancouver. And we also know what street the pizza place is located on, West 6th Street. So how do we find the exact location of the pizza place along the street? West 6th Street is a long street with many buildings on both sides. I'll read part of the address again. 110 West 6th Street. Let's start with that first part now. 110. 110 is the number that's visible on the front of the pizza place. Probably on the front door or on the window or on the front of the building somewhere. It is the law that every building with an address have a visible address number somewhere on the front of it. Do you know where the address of your home is located? Is it on the door or a post or on a mailbox? Why don't you find out? And why is knowing the address number of the pizza place, 110, important? Because address numbers are laid out in order from smallest to largest. The buildings near the center of downtown have small address numbers. As you go farther and farther away from downtown, the address numbers on buildings are larger. In Vancouver, 110 is a small address number. Any address that starts with one and is only three digits long, like 110, is going to be close to the center of town compared to a bigger address number, especially one with more digits, like for example, 14910. For our older listeners, Think about this, 110 6th Street is an address located only one block from the city center, while 14910 6th Street is an address located 149 blocks from the city center. But there is one more thing we need to consider. Every street has two sides to it, right? So even if we walk west along West 6th Street, how do we know we are on the correct side of the street to even find the pizza place? Well, all you need to do is pay attention to the addresses of nearby buildings. Buildings that are located on one side of the street have address numbers that end in odd numbers, like 1, 3, 5, 7, and 9. And buildings that are located on the opposite side of the street have address numbers that end in an even number like zero, two, four, six, and eight. And yes, I know zero technically isn't a number, but being an inclusive podcast that we are, we are going to include zero in with its even numbered friends. Okay, so back to the address again. 110 West 6th Street, Vancouver, Washington, 98660. Knowing that 110 is an even number, means that any building on the same side of the street as the pizza place is also going to be an even number. So for example, 112 or 114. If, while looking for the pizza place, you stumble upon a business whose address is 111 West 6th Street, 
you unfortunately are on the wrong side of West 6th Street and need to cross over it to find the pizza place. Make sense? Remember, odds are on one side and evens are on the other. And all this to say, it is always a good idea to carry some technology with you if you're looking for a certain address. Using Siri or a GPS tool or an app or a compass will help you greatly when it comes to navigating and finding an exact location of a place. Getting directions to 110 West 6th Street, Vancouver. Okay, everyone, that about wraps it up. Hopefully you learned a little bit more about the world of addresses and what they mean. And of course, I did not cover everything there is to know about addresses, so make sure to have a conversation with your family or your O&M specialist this week if you're curious to learn more. Oh, and that reminds me, I forgot to mention something. Another important reason to know your address is so that you can receive mail. Have you ever received mail before? You've got mail. If so, it was only possible because you had an address. Without an address, the mail carrier would not be able to deliver mail to your house. And what better way to end this lesson on addresses than to actually receive something fun in the mail from me. And what is that fun thing? Stickers! Oh boy! Who doesn't love stickers? Especially bright green ones with the snappy Homebound for Adventure logo on them. Yes, that's right. I have an abundance of stickers that I am just itching to give away. So, here's what you need to do. Talk to your O&M specialist first. You see, I was sneaky, and last week I sent many of your O&M specialists a bunch of stickers for them to give to their students. And some of you may have already received a sticker in the mail. If your O&M specialist hasn't given you a sticker yet, ask them to contact me, and I'll make sure you get a sticker soon in your mailbox. Okay, moving on, because that sound means it's trivia time. And I just wanted to say that all you listeners out there set a record for last week's trivia. Last week, for the very first time, every single person who sent in their trivia answers put in 100% effort and received 100% credit. A pluses to Nicholas, Mayari, Misty, Nolan, Lee, Bella, and Charles. All of you attempted and answered both questions correctly. So, let's review the questions. Question one was, what is the name for the technique in which somebody leads you by the arm? Most of you said either sighted guide or human guide. Although these answers are correct, putting any word in front of the word guide is often unnecessary. Have you ever tried just calling it guide technique before? Although sighted guide is completely okay to say, it is often misleading since a guide does not always need to be fully sighted. And saying human guide is completely okay too, as it helps distinguish between someone needing a human guide or a dog guide. But really, when it comes down to it, just saying guide technique will make just as much sense, if not more sense, than saying human guide technique or sighted guide technique. 
And question two was, what does ADA stand for? As all of you said, ADA stands for Americans with Disabilities Act. Wait, I thought it stood for American Dental Association. Well, that too, but I digress. So, ADA, or the Americans with Disabilities Act, is a very important law that protects people with disabilities from not having access to things. The ADA allows intersections to have APSs, curb ramps, and detectable warning services. Did you know that it's okay to ask the leaders of your town to make changes to an intersection that isn't accessible to you? According to the ADA, that is your right. All right, everyone, here we go. Are you ready for your final trivia questions? And can I just give a big shout out to Charles, our only listener who has participated in every single trivia round so far and has pretty much gotten all of them correct? Way to go, Charles, and thanks for being such a loyal listener and contributor. I have no doubt that you'll come up with the answers to this week's questions as well. Here they are. Question one. What color is a construction cone? Question two. What is one thing you can do to increase your visibility at an intersection? If you think you know the answers, remember, this is your last week to call, text, or email me. Oh, and speaking of last chances, I think it's time we segue into our last segment of The Profound Sound. Let's talk about last week's sound first. So last week's sound was interesting. And maybe obnoxious. Here are some of your intriguing guesses. An electric toothbrush a white cane, trimming a beard, a lawnmower, a robot, a dishwasher, a fork, a metal bucket, and a change dispenser. Yes, very interesting, especially considering I don't have a beard and I don't own a robot. But there was one other guess that I received from two separate listeners, which is the correct guess. So I want to say a big congratulations to Doug from Vancouver and Allison from Virginia for correctly guessing a doorbell. Can you believe that? Yes, that is my doorbell. And I agree, it's a weird sound. The place where I live, however, was built 80 years ago. Back then, a lot of doorbells sounded like that. Every time the mail carrier drops off a package, she rings the doorbell. And my dog, well, she woofs a bit. Listen closely you might be able to hear her. Okay, it is that time, friends, the last time you will ever hear a new profound sound. Come back next week, though, to find out what it is. Ready? I'm going to play it for you in three, two, one. And again, and one more time. Okay, that's a wrap. Have a wonderful week. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself and know that you are loved. And if you want a groovy Homebound for Adventure sticker, have your OM specialist or even your parents contact me. My number is 360 852 1810 and my email is tracy.spohn at wssb.wa.gov.
This is Tracy signing off. I'll talk to you again on our next episode of Homebound for Adventure. Homebound for Adventure, where home is spelled H-O-N-M-E. Because even in the home, O-N-M can always be found. Keep it up, everyone, and have a great week. And I'll be there for you And you'll be there for me We'll make it through the thick and thin No matter what comes around the bend We're gonna be our